And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and I'm here today with my mother, Karen Sue Murdy. She's uh, been a wonderful inspiration. She's got a great story to tell. So um, first, I want to say thank you to everyone who has supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us on our social media to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can all use, also use our subscribe button at the bottom of our website uh, to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so um, this is the, the, the wonderful woman who, who both raised me and is the one that provides the corrections from my mother, uh, who I, I really appreciate that, so thanks, Mom. But uh, hey, welcome to the show. Whatever I can do, whatever I can do, son. <laughs> um, so you've got a great story, a great background about uh, a lot of the people that are listening or entrepreneurs or people who are interested in business or starting their own business. You've got a great story about kind of where you come from in your background. So tell us a little more about that. Okay, well, first of all, when I went to college, I expected that I was going to be a teacher or a DCE, which is a director of Christian education. But as I started college at Concordia University, Ann Arbor, I just had this incredible restless feeling and I just... Uh, knew that I was being called to something else. And uh, I had many wonderful professors and guidance counselors that helped me to be at peace with that. And I had a wonderful friend, her name was Jill Fogg, who encouraged me to look at other college catalogs. At the time, stuff wasn't online, of course. College catalogs, and I went through and I picked out the classes that I loved, that I had a passion for. And they all came up to one degree, and that was exercise physiology. So I transferred uh, mid-year to go on and complete my degree in, in exercise physiology at Central Michigan University. When I graduated, I thought that I was going to work in a corporate setting, do wellness in a corporate setting. My passion has always been exercise and helping people figure out how to exercise. And in fact, um, some of what I do now is motivational speaking and lead women's retreats around the country. And last year, I was doing one near uh, where a high school friend was. And she was laughing. She's like, Oh, Karen Sue, that has been your passion forever. Remember in high school, you used to get us out walking around the parking lot, around the school at lunch or after school or whatever. So part of it is when you're doing something that is your passion, that is your skill, it makes a huge difference. So anyway, what ended up happening is I ended up getting a program assistantship at St. Francis Medical Center in Peoria, Illinois. It was an incredible experience. And they had corporate wellness with the Caterpillar engineers and employees, which was great. But part of that was also cardiac rehab, and I fell in love with cardiac rehab. Cardiac rehab is after patients had a heart attack, open-heart surgery, chest pain. They're in the hospital. Phase one of cardiac rehab is you see them right away. You work with them on education and exercise. Then as they come out, they go into phase two where you're very monitored. And in that process, guide them in their exercise. Very fearful time. Help them basically go from being a sick person to a well person, to learn to do exercise that's going to become part of their life. And then what ended up happening, and then phase three is where you follow up and continue to do that. What ended up happening when I came out is I really wanted to go south, and I really wanted to do cardiac rehab. So I ended up interviewing at a number of different places, but ended up going to Southeast Alabama Medical Center in Dothan, Alabama, to set up a brand new cardiac rehab program. So... You had this great kind of path to where you had to pivot. You had to change the kind of the path mid route and 
Um, obviously, that's a struggle for for a lot of people being able to kind of be okay with saying I've, I've got to I've got to leave this thing that I've spent time and energy and, and, and attention on doing, and I, I've moved into something new, something different that I may not have a lot of experience in, or I may be kind of going out into the unknown. I mean, what what do you think is is your advice to someone who is is stepping out into the unknown? Okay, well, I have a little acronym that I'm going to talk a lot about today, and it's REAP. So if you want to reap the benefits of what you're doing or your entrepreneurship or whatever, so REAP. And so the first one is relationship, is the R, E is enthusiasm, A is attitude, and P is perseverance. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. So now you're in Alabama, and you, you're at the South, what was it? Southeast Alabama Medical Center. Excellent. <laughs> and you're working on setting up a, a cardiac rehab program? Yes. Okay, so they had, did not have a cardiac rehab program. They were totally revising the cardiology department. And they had a very big closet storage area that someone decided, hey, let's have cardiac rehab. We'll put it in that area. So when I came to work at the end of September, literally there was nothing. I didn't even have a desk. I had a desk in uh, the employee office, human resources, and they had this storage, empty storage place that I was to turn into cardiac rehab, and they anticipated that it would take me about 18 months to do that. However, there was going to be a grand opening on November 14th, so I came like the end of September, and I'm like, that's when cardiac rehab is going to start. They're like, oh, no, 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 there's no way you can do that. I'm like, watch me. Isn't that also your birthday? It was my birthday. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay, so the, so the first day, here I am, sitting in human resource office, no clue how to set up this cardiac rehab program. But I knew I needed equipment. So I called to order equipment, and the guy, so I, I'm ordering my treadmills. Well, they couldn't get them to me for like, you know, four months. I'm like, no, if you want to make this sale, I need them by November 10th. I have to have them or it's a no-go. Okay, well, they were going to kind of work around and try to, like, negotiate some other orders. So they're like, what is your PO number? I had no idea what a PO number was. They had no idea what my PO number was. And this is before the internet, right? So it's not like you can <laughs> yeah. go look it up. I couldn't go look up. What's PO? But I did the next best thing. So this goes back to relationship. So when I had interviewed, there was one person from Human Relations, uh, human resources that I became very good friends with. Her office was like right down the hall. So I go, hey, Wendy, what's a PO? So she explained what a PO is. I'm like, okay, well, can you take me to the purchasing office, which is where I needed to get my PO from? So I go down and I, these guys are like, who in the heck are you? So part of what I did was work on instantly trying to build a good relationship, try to be kind of fun and funny with these guys. And they became, became my advocates in helping me get the equipment that I needed and giving me the PO numbers. And the next time I needed a PO number, they were very happy to give me a PO number that I could then use. That's excellent. So we talked about, uh, I think in yesterday's podcast, I believe it was, or maybe it was the day, the day before, about um, developing and using your network and creating a relationship within your network. I think that, that obviously is very valuable and, and helped you in, in developing your uh, your program. Okay, so I'm going to jump for a so relationship huge all along, all the way, you know, relationship with people in the billing office. And as opposed to just like sending them an email, which I couldn't do at the time, or calling them, I would physically go make eye-to-eye contact, try to really build that relationship, find out what made that person tick, try to really create that sense of friendship, which then served me very well the whole rest of my time there. I'm going to jump forward to the A, attitude. 
So the next thing really had to do with attitude. And, and part of the attitude was an attitude of flexibility. And so, you know, some people would have, you know, stuck their nose up at you got a stupid little storage unit. But I was ecstatic that I could have that space. It was very cool. There were carpenters at the hospital. Once again, made a relationship with them. And they were thrilled to build me exactly what I needed for desk. It was super fun. Um, I think uh, went and talked to the cardiologist and said, okay, let's be thinking about people that we can get in the program. And just was very positive, very, yes, we can do this. Yes, we can make this happen. November 14th, we're going to do it. So really the attitude made a huge difference. So then the other thing that I wanted to talk about was, so part of my, I had to hire staff, and one of the persons that I hired was this fabulous dietitian. Her name was Carol White. And, you know, all these uh, people in Dothan, Alabama, which, by the way, was the Deep South, which might as well have been a foreign country to me, were just, had these wonderful accents. And a couple years later, my dietitian, who uh, I just loved her, but, and she loved me, and she said, honey, when we hired you, I thought, why are we getting somebody so young and from the North? And I know because you got enthusiasm. And man, you just make everybody love you. And you just make everything happen with your enthusiasm. So my next advice is be enthusiastic about what you're doing. Well, and I think that's, I mean, it's funny that you should mention it. It's, it seems like that's a big part of um, just a lot of success and, and a lot of entrepreneurs particularly, there's a there's this kind of perpetual, you're doing what? You know, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't necessarily make sense. And particularly when you're jumping off into unknown territory or unknown space, I mean, you got to be your own cheerleader and you got to drive the ball forward and you got to be almost religious in your zeal towards making this happen. Because at some level, if you can't, if you can't convince yourself, if you can't have that positive attitude, that flexible attitude, and if you can't, then you're never going to build relationships. You're never going to be able to, to lead and convince others that there is something to this, that this can work, that this can can be there. So I think that that's a great point, that being enthusiastic, and sometimes being enthusiastic despite maybe your own internal monologue, you know, being, you know, because we all have that that fear, that that those anxieties that we talked about in one of my other podcasts, you know, there's always that sense of, is this really the right thing? But in, in the face of those those internal monologues that sometimes think, having that external enthusiasm, that, that excellent attitude and that, that really good attitude towards building relationships, I think can really lead to, to success. Absolutely. And I think what you talked about is, in, in many ways, I was a person who had no experience. I was young. And yet I had a vision for what I wanted to do. I had an attitude of flexibility. When problems came up, I figured out a solution. I wasn't afraid of that. And then I think an attitude of problem solving, like I said. But then finally, perseverance. It's like I knew that no matter what, I was going to make this happen. Uh, there was just no saying no. And I also knew that I was going to make it happen November 14th, whatever it would take. And so that sense of perseverance, I think, also had my naysayers or other people that were thinking that this couldn't happen, um, they could see that I had a vision and that I was going to carry it through. And my confidence also gave them their confidence to believe in it. And at one point, there was uh, actually a boss that I had, and um, he didn't have the same vision I did. He had a very, he'd never done cardiac rehab, but he had a totally different vision of what this should be. And he was really just stepping in my way. For example, he canceled my treadmill order that I worked so hard to get by November 14th. And I ended up going to, there was an administrator that was kind of my administrator, and I went and talked to him about it and said, here's a problem, don't know how to solve this, what do you think? And a half hour later, he came back and said, oh, by the way, you have a new boss now, and went to report 
to someone else who in some ways was really more closely aligned with what I was doing because he was over cardiology. So that was really where I needed to be. But I think just to have those characteristics, the relationship, the enthusiasm, the attitude, the perseverance, really enabled me to reap the benefits of that of a very successful cardiac rehab program. Well, that's awesome. And I think that, you know, we talked yesterday in the adventure episode. At some level, one of the realities of all of these different things is that it, it all depends on where you end the story, right? I mean, at some level, if you if you are are thinking you failed, that's that's just that's that's you ending the story too soon. A lot of great adventures have really really dark, you know, unfortunate turns in the middle of them, and that's part of it. So I think that perseverance that you talked about is is so important to be able to say, you know what, this may be just a dark part of the story. This is the part where the hero exactly. is up the tree, and we're just waiting for them to figure out how to get down. That's the part. So. I think that that's awesome, and I mean, this was this was great um, to to talk, and I think you've brought a lot of stuff here. So, I mean, is there anything else you want to say to the group? Well, I have one last little thing, and that is, do not reinvent the wheel. For example, one of the things that I needed to do was come up with policies and procedures for my cardiac rehab program. Forms. I mean, this was before a lot of internet, so I needed a lot of forms. And as opposed to sitting down and starting from square one, I was able to go back to my boss at where I was doing my internship and said, "Hey." You know, can you forward me? So I was able to use his, a lot of that, and just revise it. So don't do work that you don't need to do. If it's already out there, then take that and adapt that. That's a great point. And I think there's a lot of times out there where there's already resources that are, are built. I mean, they're not a sponsor or anything, although if they wanted, wanted to sponsor, I'd be all for it. Um, there's an internet, a website called LegalZoom out there. We've used them in the past at the Ready Creative Company. It's There's a lot of resources out there for you to say, if I'm not good at something or if I don't necessarily have the skill or the, the specific thing that, that I need for this, you go reach out to people who do build a relationship if you need to, or it, maybe it's just as simple as finding something online that you think is, is, is good for your purposes. And feel free to, to obviously, you know, like we all always talk about with the legal ramifications, you know, ask permission to copyright, ask permission to use things when, when you may not have that permission. You want to make sure that particularly in all of our business dealings and everything else in life that we do it with integrity and honesty and, 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 and or transparent about what we're doing. We don't want to, we don't want to lie, but we can work on, on using the, the, we, there are, we stand on the shoulders of giants. There are people that have come before us Absolutely. that have great sense of how to do some of these things and, and using their knowledge is, is how we don't end up wasting our time doing yes. something that is not not going to be valuable in the end. All right. Well, um, I think this was great, and I'm sure that you will uh, you'll have more uh, corrections for me as, as time goes. Oh, on. absolutely, son. It's always great fun to listen. <laughs> so I'm I'm glad that that and now uh, for those of you who've always enjoyed those corrections from my mother, now you've got a a, a name uh, and a and a voice to go with them. So I think that that'll be good. Um, today we're going to talk about a little bit of day in the life. Uh, we've obviously been in the midst of our move, and that's been part of it. But I think uh, we're making good progress on getting some new equipment. Actually, that's. Uh, in process, we've had such great growth, and we're we're looking forward to the future that we want to be able to to deal with all of the the new and increasing challenges that are going to come along. And and so I think having uh, having these this some of this new equipment will help us be able to to grow and to to, to provide you guys with awesome personalization to as the Christmas season approaches and and uh, becomes more in full swing because. Uh, one of the important parts of our of our company, one of the important parts of our cornerstones of our of our attitude, is that we want you guys to be able to to have it be created for you. We want you to have that personal and and and, and that personalization as well. So uh, and so you can make it your own. So that's uh, something we're working on getting more uh, more equipment. So I think that's been great. But 
All right. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, be sure to check back in for tomorrow's topic. And uh, don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co or you can contact us via our Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals, and I'll do my best to be available whenever possible. Uh, but I appreciate your patience. Uh, if you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help our new community grow. And if you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to engage with our growing community, and I want to give you guys what you want. If you're looking for multiple binders for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason at all, ask about our bulk discounts. We do have those available. All right, thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day, and goodbye.